Welcome to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories and insight from the world of competitive fitness. I'm your host, Savannah Sharp, previous MPC Bikini National Level Competitor, WBFF Pro Fitness Model, and Posing Coach. On this podcast, I share my own journey to the stage and interview other female competitors from all divisions and industries, including MPC, IFBB, and WBFF. Each week, we bring you new episodes full of motivational stories, helpful tips, and real-life experiences from competitors of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you the knowledge and inspiration you need to succeed in your own fitness journey. So if you're looking for a podcast that's both informative and entertaining, look no further than Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss out on the latest insights and inspiration from the world of competitive fitness. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so be sure to tune in and join the conversation. Hi guys, welcome back to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I am your host, Savannah Sharp, and this is my weekly podcast where I give you guys motivation, inspiration, and we talk about all things bikini bodybuilding. This week's episode um, is, the topic was brought to you by Miss Lexi. Lexi was one of my other suit stylists um, at Angel Competition Bikinis, and she wanted me to talk about this topic, which I'm so glad that she brought it up, um, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people here pretty soon that are coming, um, they're, they're competing, you know, you're getting off stage and now we're in our off season and guess what? Off season is, is a roller coaster. So this one, uh, we're going to title this like something like FOMO, um, like how to avoid FOMO or, you know, struggling with FOMO in the off season, um, which is kind of what I, I just want to talk about this like openly and honestly of like, all the struggles that I'm having, um, post competition, like, actually, I feel like this is my best reverse so far. Um, but it is always a hard mental time just because, you know, mentally you just work super hard, you know, you're dieted down, you're doing like tons of cardio and then, you know, you look like literally the best you've ever looked in your life. Um, and you step off stage and it's over. And I don't know if a lot of people talk about the, I guess, a post-show blues. I try not to even say it anymore if I am experiencing post-show blues, because if you say that, you you know, oh yeah, I'm having post-show blues. Like, I feel like you kind of start to get caught up in it and then it gets worse. So I don't even say that anymore. It's just kind of like, whatever, like the show's done (laughs) and this is my new time. So I feel like I've actually, personally, I'm in a really good spot because I know I'm so close. Um, but this has not always been the case. I've had some really, really, really fucking bad reverses where I've just blown up like a freaking balloon post-show and just literally ate my feelings out and, and done cookies and sushi. Like, let me tell you about my worst reverse ever. Um, it was probably after, um, I don't know if it was after USA's uh, or North Americans, but it was probably honestly, it's probably honestly after North Americans because North Americans was rough for me to get into that condition at North Americans in 2020. I had, I had been dieting from like January of 2020 to September. So that was like January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. September. That was like nine months of dieting straight. And, um, yeah, like I just did all the things I wasn't supposed to. I ordered a bunch of those. Um, it's actually, they're really good. I don't want this company to like, this is the company is called West coast confection. They do like, um, designer brownies, I guess is what I would call them. Uh, they're like huge brick huge brownies and they're like not healthy at all but they're marketed to competitors for like a post-show treat so i did um i ordered a bunch of those i ordered four of them and they're like literally like two and a half maybe three inches thick by like maybe like six inches and they're like this big square these are like solid brownies they are like thick and i'm talking like 1500 calories per one ish maybe 2000 or something. And after I stepped off stage, it was my first 
national show and I had just got second call outs and I honestly thought I had prepared myself to like do really well like get the pro card because I was going to nationals and whatever and so I was really actually proud of myself because I didn't know how I was going to stack up at nationals and I ended up getting 14th which was my best placing so far in my career um so I was kind of you know I was a little sad but I was kind of like okay you know I still have a ways to go I have you know, a lot of room to improve, but I was really proud of, of my look and myself. And yeah, um, obviously didn't go pro then. And um, I just started eating. So like literally we stepped off stage and I was like so hungry and I just go to my hotel and I changed, I showered into a cute little outfit. And I, w- I mean, like I am starving, like pretty much on show day. I don't really eat a ton on show day. It's like minimal carbs, fats, and a little bit of protein just to keep me sustained. But I was like absolutely starving. And the first thing that I grabbed was those fucking brownies. And I I ate an entire one before we went out to dinner. I had a bite of all four of them. And then I like finished one of them. And I'm like 1500 calories in what like in literally like 15 minutes I ate this whole brownie and then me and my friend Kimberly we went out to dinner and I had a hamburger with a peanut butter hamburger and I got sweet potato fries we got these like fried appetizer jalapeno cheese balls I had a Moscow mule and um I don't know, something else, but I threw up. I legit threw up. I literally ate to the point where I could not eat anymore. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even know how many, I don't even want to calculate the math on the calories, but like going into dinner, I was already 1500 calories deep from the brownie plus a burger, plus fries, plus appetizer, plus alcohol. Like my stomach was all shrunk down. Like when you diet for that long, oh my gosh. Um, but this episode's about FOMO, so let me get there. <laughs> let me get to this. Um, yeah, post-show, right? We're in our off-season. Um, I knew that I wanted to do another national show, but I didn't plan it right away. And that's where I think I, I really went wrong. I think it's important to have your next show planned or an ideal timeline of when you would like to see yourself get back on stage. So that way, like your off season has a target, even if it's an, it's a year, it's two years, it's three years, whatever, like just so you know, and you have a target to move you forward through your off season when you're not dieting and you're not preparing for a contest, but you always are preparing for the next the next time. Um, but I just thought that was a fun little story. I don't know if I've ever shared it with you guys, but there you go. That was my worst reverse. But so I got home and then what do I do? Go to the grocery store and buy everything I had been craving, cookies, brownies, sushi, whatever. And so I probably gained like seven pounds in a week, which is not good. Then, um, you know, I was had the FOMO. So I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I just want to keep going. I think I can do better. I want to get back onto the diet. So then we started prepping again for USA's. Okay. Fast forward to USA's. And then I knew I was going to be done for the season. Like it's, it was December, 2020. I did really shitty. I placed 16th, which is tied for last, which means you didn't place. I tied for last. So I got third callouts. I got the center of third callouts. Um, but that doesn't really mean shit. It's just whatever. I got literally dead last and last callouts. And that was in USA's for my second national show. And I was really kind of upset, you know, like I like I felt like I wasted my time. I wish I had gone into an off season. And like I wish I didn't keep prepping. Like I could have been so much far further ahead if I would have just went into an off season after September, because then I extended my diet from nine months to 12 months, which you shouldn't do that. Um, but I learned my lesson. 
So then January of 2021, that was going to be my year, guys. That was hashtag my year. Hashtag my year. I'm going pro in 2021. But I gained probably like 12 pounds immediately after USA's. Like immediately. Um, A lot of my hormones were messed up from gaining a ton of weight from September for dieting for an entire year. Uh, All of that. Um, And I also wasn't the best on my diet. I'm not going to lie. It was like USA's and then Christmas, then my birthday, then Valentine's Day. So I was eating good in the neighborhood. And I was, I mean, I was doing cardio and training and stuff like that. I never not do that, but just my diet was not, not the best. I would just let myself have bites of food here and there. And then pretty much um, post-show cookies and sushi was what I had a lot of cookies, like a cookie every single day. Um, like the week following USA's cause I, at the time I was sponsored by a cookie company, which, you know, it seems like a great thing. It does. And at the time I got sponsored by this like cookie company and I was so excited. They were sending me like monthly cookies, six cookies every single month, which was great until I ate them all in like a month. <laughs> yeah. I ate a ton of those like cookies, but anyway, so During the 2020 year, I had so much FOMO and I struggled so, so hard and it was so hard for me not to be competing. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode because I feel it right now. I feel it right now again. I just stepped off the stage four weeks ago, five weeks ago. I don't know. I don't keep track. It doesn't matter. But um, now I have to have that mental switch of going hard in the paint working crazy, like getting the shreds and we're going to get shreds and leans and diet and cardio and just more and more and more. And now I mentally going into this season of 2022, I planned to be done prepping in September. Why? I knew that I didn't want to prep all year. I knew I was going to start my prep for this year in like January and then get on stage in April. We're going to do the national circuit. I was going to do junior USA starting in May. We're going to do universe. We're going to do junior Nats. We're going to do USA's. We're going to do all of them. We're going to do the national circuit. That's what my goal is this year. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that. Like I wanted to just go hard and I want to get that pro card. Um, but we stepped off stage for the Jay Cutler Desert Classic and um, I was still too small. I was still too small. And I was, I was still, I was, I'm still too small for bikini and it's been really hard. And like, I'm not going to lie to you. It fucking sucks that I took a year off and my glutes and hamstrings And I mean, shoulders a little bit are still not good enough. And it's really hard. Like, you know, um, it's, that's like something that I've been struggling for. Like when I say that, it's like, I, I'm not like struggling with it. It's just, sometimes it sucks. Like it's, I'm kind of over struggling with it. I've had a, I had a thought post-show about it, but I don't let things get to me anymore. Um, But I just like, you know, it just felt like I worked so hard. I worked so hard in 2021 and I thought it was going to be enough. Um, It still might be like, there's still a chance I could go pro this year, but it's really hard. Like um, I'm going to, we're pushing my show until NPC nationals as of now, but it's really hard for me to think about, okay, I'm 30 weeks out now. 30 weeks, guys, 30 weeks. We're starting back from square one. I'm like, gosh, okay. Like there's so much energy and buildup after a show. Once it's over, I feel like there's so much energy release. And like, there's like a stress that was released once I got nationally qualified. But, um, it's just like, I want, I'm, I know I'm going to have FOMO when, at when junior USA's comes 
and I see my class going out there and I'm not in the lineup. I know every national show when there's new pros crowned, there's going to be a piece of me that dies inside just a little because that's supposed to be my pro card. Like, and I, I think about that of like, you know, it's, it's okay. Like I have to just really realize that, you know, it is a process and a journey. And here is my advice to you because I know there's going to be a ton of us that are stepping off stage and we're going to be in our off season or we're already in the off season, you know, and we're not stage lean anymore. And we look at the girls and the shreds and cause it's like mid season. And so now, you know, we're got, we got shows every Saturday. We got shows every single Saturday. We're like in the depth of the competition season and you see all your friends competing. You see all the pros competing and getting ready for big shows and all this stuff. And you feel like you're missing out and you're like, Oh my gosh, I want to be prepping. I want to be on stage. I want my show day. Like I want to have fun. Like I want to experience this too. And it's so hard to not prep as a competitor because we love that. We love being able to be in the grind and be in the prep and just the, when you actually switch, flip the switch from off season to prep, like something happens and you just have a deadline. The deadline's closer. Like I still have a deadline, but it's so far away. It's like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to have so like, I have so much time. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel as confident, you know, in my off season body. I don't even, it's so odd. Like I don't feel confident when I'm stage lean. Like, to be honest, like I like to cover up when I'm stage lean because I just feel so small and I'm like, I don't even look like I train anymore. But like, I like right now, like right now where I'm still kind of leanish, but I'm full. And so like, I get great pumps. I have great energy. That's what I focus on. So how I'm going to avoid this urge to feel like I'm missing out is focus on myself. And you have to, you have to realize like time away from the stage is a necessity to coming back better. Okay. You can't constantly just diet and diet and prep and prep and prep. If your feedback is to grow, if your feedback is to grow and you need to grow a lot like that is only going to be done in an off season, a long off season where you are eating in a surplus and you're training hard, right? And it kind of sucks because we want to prep. We mentally want that, right? We want to prep, but we have to focus on long-term goals in the sport. What do you really want though? Like, do you, if you just like to prep, to be prepping, like, you can just stay lean and stay the same physique. If you are okay remaining the exact same, getting the same feedback, show after show, throwing your money in the trash, maybe you're good enough to get at the local level. You might place top five. Perfect. Great. Yes. Amazing. You are awesome. But if you are a competitor like myself, who has hopes and dreams of becoming a professional in this sport, you have to take that feedback that you were given. Okay, so I'm telling myself, all right, Savannah, my feedback was you need to bring up the legs, bring up the glutes, bring up the outer edge of the glutes, got the deeper tie-in, come in more conditioned in the legs, and then a touch more on the shoulders and rear delts. Okay. So close, right? That's great feedback, right? That's growth. That is growth. It's nothing. If it was, if the feedback was like, oh, your makeup looked like shit or your hair looked like shit or your suit color, whatever that I probably would have just kept prepping. If it's to come in leaner, you don't need an off season to come in leaner. No, you can just keep dieting, do some more cardio, but growth Depends on how much growth. I got a lot of growth to do. I mean, look, look at the pro level. 
if that's what you want, if you want a pro card, if you want to be a professional, look at who is showing up to these pro shows. A pro league is not, is, is not for everybody. And like the physiques that are going to the Olympia and winning pro shows are perfect. They don't have weaknesses. No, there's, there's pro, I mean, every pro does have a weakness, but there's a lot of pros who don't. I'm just going to tell you now they have been in the sport for years. They were an amateur for years. They've been in the pro league building, growing off season prep. And then they have these amazing full balance physiques, right? And you have to realize like if, if you just want a pro card, yeah, you could probably just keep prepping or do a national show, run a circuit, right? But I'm someone who I don't want a second place pro card. I don't want to just run myself in the ground to get shredded one time to then be so small in the pro league that like I'm taking an off season now. So that hopefully, hopefully, if everything goes as planned, I can turn pro and be a compet, like being able to like step on stage as a competitive pro. And that's like where I have to step back and just think, okay, long-term, like long-term goals, Savannah, like we don't need, like, I could very well just do a national show and just to see, like I could come in leaner right? I could definitely do it before December. I could. I could probably do pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. Maybe get top 10, maybe. But I am not confident yet in my physique and I know I need to grow and that's going to take me time. And so if you are out there and you know, you're on a regional level and you're, you're in an off season or maybe you're prepped or whatever, you've done a, a national show, or even if you're a pro listening to this, I don't know. Um, like, what is your goal? Like, if your goal is just to compete, then that's fine. Do a prep. But you have to realize if we keep prepping and dieting and we don't deliver on this feedback, what what do you expect the result to be, right? Like, what, what the judges are going to be like, what the hell? They're going to be like, we told you you needed to come back bigger and grow this muscle and this muscle, why, why are you competing? (laughs) Like you're not ready yet, you know? And so, um, you don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste the judge's time. Um, and also like it's expensive. The sport is so expensive. Take time away from the stage, get your life in order, get your life in order. I feel like there's so many times in prep where I just kind of, only have enough energy to get the minimal amount of things done. So there's a lot of relationships that slip. There's a lot of organization and like small things like cleaning and doing laundry consistently. Like those things kind of like go down the drain. Um, But in your off season, like get your shit together, like get everything together. Don't look at the girls that are prepping and feel like you're missing out. What I mean, they, they are probably looking at you and they feel like they're missing out because you are having fun. You got the curve, you got the curvy body, you got the juicy booty. Yeah. Yes. Guess what? Stage lean, your glutes don't clap. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, no. Well, you got a little fat back there. Ooh, suddenly. Yeah. That, those, those booty cheeks clapping. They look good. And um, that's one thing I carry a lot of my body fat in my legs. So that's like the first thing that just plumps right up is that juicy booty and start, I start to fill out my clothes again. I start to look athletic. I start to look healthy, even though when I look in the mirror, I think, ugh, like, oh gosh, I've really let myself go. It's only a few pounds over my stage weight. It's not like, I know, I know I'm in shape. Like I know I'm an athlete. But I have to just realize, you know what? We're going to be, we got to, we got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's a lot 
through your whole prep, you're going to be uncomfortable so many times, especially in an off season. When you see all your friends and you're competing, or if like in this world, if you have competitor friends and they're all stage lean and you're not, and you're like, dang, like, I don't feel very good, you know, and they're all like, come in a picture. And you're like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'll sit this one out. Right. It can be hard. It can be hard. Um, but you have to realize like everyone is at a different stage in their prep journey and their life journey. And eventually because bikini is not about being the biggest, it's not about being the biggest girl on stage. It's not about being the who's the most muscular. It's not about that. Eventually, you guys, you can get to a place where you're just maintaining. Eventually, eventually, eventually. So there's going to be a lot of times in your off season where you're just freaking grinding. You're grinding. You're lifting hard. You're lifting heavy. It's not always going to be the case where you have to just destroy yourself in the gym. Um, Eventually, once you have that muscle and you can keep it your preps will be easier because you're going to be doing a lot of maintaining you know um so and you can probably compete more often like once you've built the muscle it is there it is yours and then you can compete all the time once you get feedback that there's nothing else to do guess what all you got to do is maintain it you can do show after show after show if you can maintain it for a little while, if you don't have anywhere to grow, but until you've grown, your if your feedback is to grow, it's just not going to happen. It's just, it's plain, it's not going to happen in a prep if you got to grow a lot. And especially, it's hard, guys. It's so, because competing is fun. Show day is fun. Post-show meal is fun. Getting cute is fun. Looking like a freaking badass with your muscles and your shreds and you have your hair and makeup done. You look just like glamorous, the pictures, the reels, the transformation, the engagement on your Instagrams and your YouTubes and whatever through the roof. Right. And it starts to kind of go down in your off season because you start to look normal. Right. We don't look freaky. Right. We don't look crazy anymore. And you know, it's not as flashy. It's not as impressive because you look like a healthy, fit, normal person in your off season, right? Um, competitors do have a different shape than most regular people, you know, but um, when you are sage lean, like, I feel like everything you wear looks good. Every picture you take looks good because you got your lines and your shreds and, you know, you see yourself in the gym training and all of your your uh, striations and stuff like that. And then when you're in your off season, it's just kind of not there, just a little soft. And you're working really, really hard. You might even be working harder than you were in prep. And it don't look like it, right? It doesn't look like it, but it will be worth it. Um, I've done seven shows now. My goal this year, I was going to try to get to 10 shows. I don't know if that's going to happen, guys. Uh, you know, in life, we have plans, right? There's always, there's always FOMO where, where, wherever you're at, right? And it's that analogy, is the grass really greener on the other side? I don't think so. And if we just learn to be present in the moment and, okay, we're going to use the grass as a literal metaphor okay imagine you are standing in your yard of grass okay it is beautiful it is green it is luscious it is a spring fresh cut grass it looks very picturesque okay and you have this large fence and you have a neighbor over there and their grass looks super super green and they have like a poppin' barbecue in the back and it's a party and you just want to peek over the fence and you see man I wish I was over there the grass looks real green and if you just look down at your own two feet 
you would realize you have everything that you absolutely need right where you are and you should never want to be somewhere else that you're not and that's hard in this sport especially right when when i'm prepping gosh i wish i could just eat Uh, and then you see girls in their off season living their best life and lifting heavy right when you are in your off season you just suddenly feel like everyone's prepping and you're just missing out and you wish you could partake yes it's going to happen, right? It's going to happen inside of prep, outside of prep, right? You just have you have FOMO, right? We The grass is, is never really greener, right? I want to be a pro, right? You see these you see these pros and you think, oh my gosh, their life must be so amazing. They're so amazing. Wow. I wish I could be a pro. And they're probably looking at you like, gosh, what I would give to be in the NPC one more time. Oh, what I would give to be an amateur one more time, right? The grass is never greener on the other side. Everybody's grass is just as green, okay? It's just look down at your own two feet. Look where you're standing. Be grateful for your own grass under your feet. Try to be present. Try to be in a moment. Realize, like, you will have your time. You will get your time you're going to be okay and it's going to feel going to feel uncomfortable regardless of if you're if you're in prep it's going to be uncomfortable if you're prepping because you're going to be so hungry <laughs> you're going to be so freaking hungry right enjoy your off season don't take an off season unless you're going to enjoy it fully okay that's one thing that i've really really learned is there is a time for prep and there is a time for not prep. And when you are not prepping, you need to make the most of it. And that comes from making the most of your extra calories, putting those extra calories to use in the gym, feeling of energy, having enough energy to get through a hard workout, just to have energy to talk to people, to socialize, to stay up a little bit later, not to be tired all the time. Focus on those feelings and the good that your off season brings, right? Focus on everything that you can't get in prep that you do get in your off season, right? Be like, wow, I am so happy and grateful that I am full. The feeling of being full, we take that for granted in prep. And prep, there's a lot of days I will go and I will not be full. I will just be in a constant state of like half full slash hungry for weeks. Now the feeling of, wow, my stomach actually has food in it. And I am like full. This is amazing. Focus on that, how it feels good to be able to be flexible. If you need to move a rest day around. Suddenly, I don't have to do seven days a week of cardio. I only have five days a week of cardio. So I have two days. So if something comes up or, you know what, if I'm just not feeling it, I can say, fuck it. I can take my rest day today. What an amazing thing. What an amazing thing, right? So just if you are in your off season and you're, you you know, it is hard to be in an off season during the middle of competition season. It is. I'm not going to lie. But still stay involved. Like, go to shows. Go to shows. Be there. Be in the crowd. Just because you can't be on the stage, you can still be in the venue. Go and have a show day. Go. Do it. Have fun. Go travel. Plan your vacation. I don't know. Like, there's so much you can do when you're not prepping. Like, go live your life. Take a vacation. Have an alcoholic drink, right? Like, have a piece of cake. Enjoy it, right? Grow your glutes. Lift heavy. And just take a second just to be grateful for all that the off-season gives you. Because the second you're in a prep, you are going to feel the exact same way. The second you start prep, you're going to have oh my gosh, you know, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have, you know, really just enjoyed my food, and I just took my time off for granted, and I wish I would have rested because I had time, and 
all this stuff like you have like this is just like a life thing too like whenever you're going through a different phase in life and you're not exactly where you want to be yet don't wish your life away I think a lot of competitors and this was a mistake that I made in the beginning of my journey is I wished away my prep oh my gosh 12 weeks oh my gosh 11 weeks oh I just wish this could hurry up until peak week oh blah 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 I just wish we could get here. Oh my gosh, I just wish it would hurry up and be show day. Hurry up and be show day. Why? Why? Why would you waste your life? Like, why would you wish your life away? Um, this last prep that I did, I I did know how many weeks I was out, but I wasn't like, I didn't really focus on the number of weeks. I just kind of didn't really care. I knew I had my show day and I know I, I had to check in. So obviously I knew how many weeks I was out, but I didn't really like attach anything to it. I just kind of was like, you know what? Yeah, I have four weeks, but what can I do today? Like, let me enjoy today. So I just did what I could every single day, tried to be present in the moment and be present in cardio because preps, you guys, I've done seven and they go by so fast, you know, 12 weeks, 20 weeks, 16 weeks. And the and literally in a blink of an eye, your prep is gone, 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 done. Your prep is over. You're going to blink. You're going to start your prep. And then once you finish it during the actual prep, it's going to feel long. But the second you step on stage, you're going to blink and be like, that was the fastest prep I've ever experienced. It happens every single time, every single time, every single time. I get off stage. I'm like, holy cow, that was crazy. I was like, that was, I've been prepping for the show for months, but if it's like, it's here, it's here, it's happening. It happened. The second your show is over, guess what? Back to square one. You have to realize too, like this sport is a balance too. Like, um, I kind of don't ever take myself mentally off of prep. And I think if you started to do that, you wouldn't have so much FOMO. Um, here's what I mean. Even though I'm technically in an off season and I'm not actually technically cutting or, but I'm always prepping. I'm prepping for life and I'm prepping for the next one. And once you make the switch for that off season is just as important as prep, if not more, then I feel like maybe you won't have the struggles of feeling like you're missing out, right? You're like, no, I am happy that I am in this off season because I am working on my feedback. I'm going to come back. So that way, once I crush this off season, when I go into my prep, I am going to be so happy, confident, and I am going to bring a new package that I can be proud of. It takes time, guys. It is it is a long process. It's not it's it this this sport is hard because it doesn't stop. It is 24/7 365 forever until you decide to retire. Right? I don't care if you take 5 years off, 5 10 years off until you are done with the sport. If you want to be actively competing, if you want to get to that next level, it takes so much out of you because we have to be on our diets year round. We have to train year round. We have to do cardio year round. It is less during the off season. Not going to lie. It is less. Um, but the leaner you can say in your off season, the more successful your future preps will be. Take your off season just as serious as you do as prep. Apply the same prep mentality to your off season and you will be astonished about what that will do for you. And, you know, it's okay to feel like you are missing out. I'm not saying that at all. Like, it's okay. That's good. If you didn't feel that way, right? You probably don't like competing that much, right? It's us crazy girls that finish a show, finish dieting for three, four, five months. And then we, all we can think about 
is when we get to do it again, right? That's a good sign. So if you're out there and you're in your off season, no matter how long or short it's going to be, and you're struggling and you're feeling sad for yourself and you're feeling, you know, frumpy, not stage lane, not confident, whatever you're feeling, you're feeling like you're missing out and everyone's shredded and having so much fun. Are they really? Are they really? A lot of it's a facade for Instagram. Let me tell you, show day is stressful and a lot of waiting around, right? It is. Show day is stressful because you got to get your hair and your makeup and right. But the pictures look fire. They look great, right? Not everything appears. Not every. It's. I don't know how I'm going to say this. Um, everything isn't as it appears to be on social media. So turn it off. Turn it off. Take some time. Um, I've done a very, very good job of stepping away from social media on who I follow during off seasons and during preps. Honestly, I kind of stopped caring what other people were doing. And I just started focusing on me because this is a selfish journey and this is a selfish sport. If you keep getting caught up and worrying about what other people are doing, and not focusing on what you need to be done and the task at hand, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long road ahead. It's gonna be a long road ahead for you, let me tell you, because um, everyone is doing other stuff and um, you cannot compare your journey to theirs unless you are literally the same person. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my advice to you. Um, FOMO, FOMO is real, guys. Um, I wish I could be on stage. Uh, national shows are coming, and I will be sad. I will. I will be sad. Um, but I'm kind of. I have to let that go because there's something. There, there's enough pro cards for everyone. And once you realize that, it's just a matter of time. Okay. There's enough pro cards for everyone. It. There is. There really. There really is. Because guess what. The stage will always be there. There will always, as I know it, be another national show. There'll be like, what, seven, ten of them a year? 40, 50, 60 pro cards a year? Like, seven, ten chances to go pro this year, 2023. There will be a national stage to go pro. Your pro card is out there, and it is waiting for you. But you have to do what it takes to get it, okay? Once you realize your pro card is waiting for you, it makes it very simple. We don't need to rush it. We need to earn it. And that happens in an off season if your feedback is to grow. And my feedback is to grow. So you know what we're going to do? We got to grow. We did change my training uh, a little bit. It's still the bikini staples. I am taking an extra rest day, which might seem counterintuitive, right? And you're like, what? That makes no sense. You should work out more. I was already working out six days a week during prep. And we decided to pull back. We're going to do five days a week of workout. So I get an extra rest day to recover. But because I'm getting an extra rest day, guess what? I got to lift heavy. I have to earn my extra rest day. I'm going to give my time, my glutes time to like heal and grow and build my strength um, back. Um, and that also gives us another tool. So now when I get into prep and I'm used to working out five days a week, if I need to add a six day a week, that's a, that's a stimulus to my, to my body, right? I can see results because if I keep doing six days or if I do six or seven days, there's no room to increase it other than doing like two a day workouts. And I I pretty much already was doing that. Right. So I do have to get uncomfortable right now. So what that means is I'm going to put on body fat. I do not want to, I'm going to try to stay lean, but because I'm doing less cardio and I'm eating more, it is going to happen. It is going to happen. I can only 
do like I'm only prescribed a certain amount of cardio and we have to reduce it. If I wanted to stay sage lean, I could, I can keep my cardio high, I can keep dieting, but that is not the goal right now. So it is, it is a mental switch of going through cutting and trying to be small. And now I'm trying to be big, I guess, trying to get bigger and fuller and training harder and more intense. Um, it is a, it's a pretty, pretty significant difference from when you're in a contest prep, um, actually, but I always focus instead of focusing like on the scale going up or the measurements going up, focus on the weight room and the weights that is going up. Okay. That's the only time that is great when the weights go up is the weights you're lifting, right? Calories are going to be higher. So the weights you're lifting should be higher. Cardio is going to be lower. So your energy should be higher. I don't know. I'm just like in such a good headspace about it. I don't have the same fear of missing out that I once did. You know, the only thing that is a little bit of a struggle for me is wrapping my mind around, like, I don't know if I'm going to be ready. I thought I was going to be ready for May, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to do what I can, and um, so 30 weeks is not going to be 30 full weeks of an off-season. I, it'll probably be, I don't know, 20 no, 30, 10, maybe, maybe 12, maybe 12 weeks of an off season. And then the rest would be starting a prep. So it's really only like technically like 15, 15 is what I think is probably going to happen. Plus we want to get ready like two to four weeks early. So honestly, it's literally not even, it's like 26 weeks is what 26 weeks is kind of, I want to get ready like a month before the show and then coast in. So in my head, I feel like I'm already like behind. So I've just been training so intense. Like it sucks. Like I'm so sore, but I'm taking recovery serious. I'm just doing all the little details. And and a lot of that can't, you can't really do that in a prep. Guess you could, but um, right now, like I'm like, okay, what can I do? I just got to change my approach. Like if what I was doing wasn't working, guess what? We're going to change things up how I'm training my legs, we changed, right? We did three, we're still doing three days a week, but we changed some of my workouts that are more hamstring, glute intensive. I'm actually doing some quad, which is kind of weird because I felt like my quads are pretty good. We're doing some more quad work. Um, I'm doing a lot of hamstrings, a lot of hamstring, a lot of RDL. I'm doing some like wide Smith squats. Um, I did started doing activation stuff. Um, this isn't on my plan at all. This is just extra stuff that I am doing for myself. Um, I am just doing like banded banded walks and abductions before I start training glutes. Uh, I'm doing stretching. I'm doing once a month. I'm getting massages and stuff like that. Like those are all things that my coach did not put on my plan. But part of being a professional is taking some ownership of your own off season and prep and like doing all of the things right so that's what I would focus on there's just like there's always more that you can be doing like there's never going to be a point in your life where you're you're doing everything perfectly and like you're just like the best ever I don't think that's ever going to happen to you especially in this sport like at all but just realize like the off season is fun I think the off season is more fun than, than prepping. Really, really. I really love my off season because I love working out and I love the journey. Once you stop focusing on show day and it's not always about the shreds, right? It's body building guys. It is not body dieting. It's not body cardio ing. Is building, and that is done right now in the off season, which is so much fun. So just like have fun with it. Um, if you start to get feelings that you are missing out, go to a show. Like if you feel like you're missing out, then get get out of where you're at and just like go do stuff. Like go to the show. You can still experience it. Sit in the audience. Get involved. Ask if you can pass out trophies. Ask if you could help expediters. Like stay involved in the sport if it makes you happy. 
you don't always have to be the competitor on the stage to get involved on show day. It can be just as fun doing something else. And you could still go to the team dinners and have fun and go to the post show and dress up and all of those things in an off season. Just because you're not shredded rock hard doesn't mean that it's not as you're not as good or something. I don't know. But that's just my advice to you. I really, 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 really hope that this message and advice kind of gets down and drilled into some of you guys out there. Um, if you are struggling and you feel like, you know, you're not sure if, if you, like a lot of people decide they're in their off season and then they probably need a longer off season, but then they get this FOMO and they call their coach up and they say, I'm prepping, let's do a show. And what's the coach going to say? You know, they're going to say, well, I think we need more time. And the stubborn competitor says, I don't give a shit. I want to prep. That's what I pay you for. We're going to do this. I've done it before. um, But now I like always will tell my coach, like I was the one that said I wanted to pull USA's junior USA's not him. It was the Monday after my show. And honestly, I was really down. I was really down on myself when I got second. Honestly, I'm so competitive that I was like, Honestly, second place is like equivalent to last place to me Um, because I was on a mission. Uh, Like my brain was like first place, Jay Cutler, then going to nationals, then going to nationals, then going to nationals. And I had plans for Junior USAs. I I knew I probably wasn't going to get my pro card at Junior USAs because it's top four overall. So I would not only have to win my class, I would have to get like in the 50 I'd have to beat out four other girls and I knew that's a really hard show to go pro at and it's only my third national show it'd be my first national show of the season so I knew I was like you know what if I just got second at a regional level show what makes me think I'm gonna be able to beat my height class of 40 girls and then beat out for other overall winners from other classes. I was like, there's no fucking way. So I knew if I was going to go to Junior USA's, I probably wouldn't go pro there. So then I was planning, okay, then I think it's either Universe or Junior Nationals after. So my goal was like, okay, maybe I can get top 10 at Junior USA's, and then maybe I can get like top seven, maybe I can get top five at the next one, maybe I can get top three at the next one, and then hopefully by like USA's, or North Americans, I could get that top two pro card. That's in my brain how my season was going to be laid out. That's how my mind planned it. That's how I had envisioned my season going. And on after I looked at save shots and save videos, I'm like looking, I'm like, geez, I don't think I was like lean enough. I'm like, frick. And we knew we weren't like coming in lean because we were going to bring in my best conditioning four weeks later. So I knew I still had like, I, I didn't like nail my conditioning with a hundred percent. Like I looked good, but I didn't look great. So I was like, okay, shit. I'm <laughs> like, shit, fuck, shit, fuck. I'm like, Oh God. Okay. It was like, well, you know what? I looked great. I love my suit color. I love my hair, makeup, everything else. It's just like my abs look pretty good. It's like, I feel like I've like those tie-ins, those tie-ins and the glutes. I'm like, Gosh, when I look at my back pose, it's just like, I look so small. I look like such an amateur. So um, I hadn't booked anything for my show. And then on, I think it was either that Sunday or Monday. Um, I think he, maybe we, we texted or talked or something. And he goes, just, he goes, hold off before you book anything for Junior USA's. That's all, all that was said to me. And I immediately go, oh, shit. I, so like, I'm not dumb. And I was like, okay, if he's thinking what I'm thinking, I'm going to say it first because I've done this before pass backward to, uh, North Americans 2020. I was the one that wanted to keep going and we probably should have not, but I did it anyway. So I knew that 
if I needed to grow muscle, dieting longer was not going to be the solution. So I was like, okay. I was like, hey, um, I'm not very confident going into nationals. I don't think I have a chance at all of getting my pro card. I might break top 10. That would be great. But I don't want to waste time dieting longer. I don't want to waste money because shows are expensive. I think we should push it. I don't know when, but I want to be competitive in this sport. And I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if I need a five-year off-season. I'm not scared of off-season anymore. Let's push the show. Like, let's do it. Like, I was very excited about that because now I have this new fire in me because I feel like I'm so close. I'm like, all right, we, we, we've nailed, we've nailed posing for the most part. I still have some room to work on, but you know what? I feel like I'm pretty decent at it. I was like, okay, it can always improve, but like, I'm like, okay, nailed the posing presentation, hair, makeup, all that shit. It's like, it's literally just my back pose coming in a little bit leaner, putting on some more size on my glutes. It was like, once I get there, I was like, I will be so great. I'm super excited. So that's kind of what I've been focusing is like on, like, like I said earlier in this episode, know that there's a time and place for prep. If you like, if you really, 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 really like, how bad do you want something? Like, don't just, if don't just feel like you need to prep because everybody else is doing it, right? Prep when you are ready. And that's a big thing for me is when I start my prep, I need to be ready for it because I know how hard I'm going to have to push in order to bring my best conditioning in my entire life. To bring a pro card worthy conditioning, you have to mentally be ready for it. And that is where the off season, you need time to reset mentally, to give yourself a break, to give your brain a break. You can't just constantly just be going hard every single day, all the time. Like you need to recover mentally, physically, spiritually, and get ready for this next, this next prep. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted this episode to be about. I love this episode. I think it was fun. Um, it's something that a lot of people are going to struggle with and feel, I think, because um, I see a lot of competitors right now on stage, but all these competitors that you see competing are eventually going to have to be in an off season. So just realize, like, we all go through it. We all go through it, whether you're in prep, off season, whether you're an amateur, whether you're a pro, whatever. Like, there's something that needs to be done now. And don't wish, don't wish away your off season. Don't wish away your prep. Just try to live in the moment. And I live my life this way and you will be so happy. Like if you can just try not to look at anyone else's grass and realize like if you see someone's grass and sure, yeah, you can see, yeah, it does look greener than mine, but that's okay. You can be happy for them. Be happy for your neighbor whose grass is super green because one day, they're going to be looking at your grass and your grass is going to be just luscious and green and full of life. And they will hopefully be able to be happy for you. Okay. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. LOL. 57 minutes later, I'm actually walking um, outside on my driveway for some cardio. So um, I lose track of time when I start talking. So I like to do walking and talking cardio. Very fun for me. So yeah, 58 minutes. So hopefully you guys had a good cardio session. Um, I, I hope you guys are having fun training hard in the off season. Um, don't forget to subscribe or hit the notification bell or whatever. Give me a review, five-star review if you like this. Don't forget to like screenshot it and then tag me if you're listening to this. If this episode touched you in any single way, let me know. Send it to your friends who might need it too. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening this week. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to Cupcakes and Protein Shakes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel motivated to take on your fitness journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to stay up to date with my fitness journey and get more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Savannah Sharp Fitness and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Savannah Sharp. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and review of the show. Your feedback helps me create better content and reach more people who need it. Remember, no matter where you are on your fitness journey, you are capable of achieving your goals with hard work and discipline. Keep pushing yourself, stay motivated, and never give up. Thanks for listening and see you next week on Cupcakes and Protein Shakes.